It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hello. How'd that go? We're twins today. We didn't even plan this. We didn't call each other or anything, yeah. I almost changed. I was going to take a shower, but then I was just like, why am I taking a shower? Yeah. It's a weird choice. <laughs> Who takes showers? That's what I'm saying. Just a weird choice. What's new in your world? I feel like we haven't, I always feel like we haven't talked in forever, even though we talk every day. Yeah, I know. You're really overdoing it. You're smothering yeah. me. How can I say, man? I am a very codependent person. Mm-hmm. No, I get <laughs> it. Um, Not much, man. So um, I got a... I'm not really into horror movies. Horror Horror, movies. Horror movies. Yeah. That's why your internet's so slow earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Virus. (laughs) Um, But I went to Walmart and they had the ultimate ghost faced, ghost faced killer. That's Uh, what I thought immediately. Yeah. Ghost faced NECA figure. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to get it. And I think it might be my favorite figure. I don't even know what that is. Ghost face. I'll show. Hold on. Give me one second. The only ghost face I know is from the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. This guy. Ghost face. Oh, from Scream. Yeah. Yeah, he looks cool. He's cool. And they had that at Walmart? Mm-hmm. That looks like a good figure for Walmart. I mean, they, they have good stuff, but it's hard to find. Well, and he's, yeah, he comes with several different heads, and I like his little knife. Stab, stab, stab. Yeah. I don't know. He's just kind of cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I like that he has cloth. Usually, what kills me about a lot of these figures is they'll limit the way they can move because of, you know, they it's like plastic, <laughs> like a plastic jacket or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you have joints, like elbow, elbow joints and shoulder joints when it's supposed to be cloth, but it doesn't look like it because mm-hmm. you see everything. Yeah, those those do look pretty bad. So that's pretty neat. I like that it's got cloth. Hell yeah. You can always, I mean, you can never have enough bad guys. Never have enough bad guys. I want to get an it. That's what I'm looking for now. Do they make, does NECA make it as well? Yeah. I make a little it, little of that. Nice. Do they make it? Get it? All right. Let's get into the. Let's get it. Well, my cup was sorry, my cup oh, was wobbling, and I was like, I dropped it and I dented the shit out of it. I guess I wasn't looking at you. Um, <clears throat> this is the section of the podcast where we talk about some trending <laughs> topics, some things that I saw in the news. Maybe Simon has saw in the news, seen in the news as well, and we talk about them. Yeah. So first of all, I know that you were not a huge fan of Agents of Shield or Last of Us. So this is probably not going to make you gasp or anything like that. But Gabriel Gabriel Luna, I don't know why that was so hard to say, the guy that played Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was a very good Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. It looks cool. Um, he's reportedly been cast in HBO's The Last of Us series as Joel's brother, Tommy, who is a main character in that game. So that's pretty cool. He is his. He's the first of us. Yeah. The second to the last of us. Uh-huh. 
I'm excited. It's an HBO show, so it's it, it's gonna be decent. Um, even their bad shows are pretty good. So, mm, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I don't watch them all. But speaking of HBO shows, actors Sebastian Croft from Game of Thrones and Ty Tennant from War of the Worlds—that's not really HBO related—have joined the cast of Doom Patrol season three. They will be playing dead boy detectives, which is very. <laughs> the thing I love about this show that. They are very obscure. Doom Patrol by themselves are obscure, and all the side characters in it are even more obscure. So Dead Boy Detectives are really cool. They're two undead boys who, as you probably guessed it, invest, investigate mysteries. Yeah, makes sense. Like the Hardy Boys. Yeah, except they're, they're dead. dead. Yeah, I'm excited for season three of the show. I'm so glad it got renewed. It's probably my favorite DC show. Me too, because it freaking cliffhanger is stupid. Yeah. Don't Bullshit. Don't you love it when that happened? Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I really liked the show for that reason. Um, I don't have any like preconceived notions about the characters, so I can't be like, oh, that's not like the whatever. It's like, yeah, oh, whatever. I, I think maybe that's why I like it. Like, I am aware of the Doom Patrol, you know, generally speaking mm-hmm. um i love the character flex mentality it's probably the character that i know the most about from yeah, from the series mm-hmm. and when they put him in there i was like oh that's cool but i'm the same with you i don't have any really preconceived notions or anything so it's finally a, a comic book related show that i'm not like mm, actually <laughs> <laughs> if only if they had stayed closer to the comic books <laughs> yeah so I'm excited for season three. Like you said, it did suck that they left on a cliffhanger. So yeah. wrapped up. It was weird. It was a weird cliffhanger to me. I don't it felt rushed. Yeah. I, I, you mentioned something about like they it were was supposed, supposed to, to be back. it was supposed to be two more episodes, but it was around the whole uh coronavirus shutdown. Mm-hmm. They were finishing the uh you know the the finishing touches on the episode, so they just went ahead and did it on the cliffhanger. Wow, they had filmed them, but they didn't. Uh, I couldn't work from home, I guess. Good for them. Thank you. <laughs> they got that crappy Wi-Fi. <laughs> These files are way too big. <laughs> Speaking of cliffhangers, you were all probably wondering where, if Happy Hogan was going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. We I were all was. we were all wondering that at the end of Spider-Man Two. Uh, <laughs> it's been confirmed that he will reprise <laughs> his role. As Happy Hogan and Spider-Man No Way Home. Are you excited about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about them. I don't... Sure. <laughs> I like Happy Hogan, but it, I, I don't know. I'm not disappointed that he's going to be in it. I would, pro- I probably would expect that he was going to be in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, he is kind of the connecting... Yeah. It's kind of like Alfred. Tissue. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. but this movie is uh, continues to be all over the place in an interview with variety actor alfred molina confirmed that he will be reprising his role as dr otto octavius alongside tom holland in marvel studios spider-man no way home mm. which is weird that he confirmed it i think that he probably wasn't supposed to do that because uh in that interview he spoke on the secrecy dealing with the the upcoming movie they said that everybody in the cast was un- under orders to not talk about it. And he joked 
about himself saying that he was the worst kept secret in Hollywood. He talked about how much of a challenge it was to keep all that stuff under wraps because remember when all the news started dropping, it was just everywhere. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh, holding on to a secret. You know, you see something online and it's wrong and you're like, well, I know, I know really <laughs> what's going on. Right. But, but I get paid, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep my mouth shut. So I just will. What do you, what, he died. <laughs> so I kind of wonder, so either this could be they're doing some kind of multiverse thing. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I mean, they could play it even more so that these are people that they still exist, like Tobey Maguire still exists in their world. It's kind of like they did with uh, Quicksilver in um, WandaVision. Like this oh, yeah. is just a dude, but we know him as yeah yeah Kevin Peter so I wonder, I wonder if he will still be Otto Octavius but not the same yeah like not Dr. Octopus because he didn't say that he said Dr. Otto Octavius mm -hmm. hmm. you know and I was thinking maybe they plug them out of their universe before they die you know what I mean like something like that or I don't I really have no idea it's really hard for me to not believe that Andrew Garfield and Tony Robert are not going to be in this movie I mean, I'm not speculating and I really don't care because I'm Nothing not the biggest do. I'm not the biggest fan of Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2. Um and the old Spider-Man movies are only good for nostalgia's sake. So I don't know, dude. They're pretty good. <laughs> like, I mean, Spider-Man 3 is my favorite one out of all of them. It really I will, is. I will stand by um Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 1 holds up. Uh, Spider-Man good. Honestly, when I watch Spider-Man 3, I I have no problem with it. Like mm -hmm. it's got problems, but I still enjoy that one. Yeah, so. I feel like they all have problems. I really I'm a sucker for the suit. Like I don't I don't really like his suit. Yeah. I don't like the metallic webbing that's raised up out of his suit and like I'm supposed to believe that he made that himself. I never liked the sunglasses. Yeah. Sunglass lenses. They're like upside down triangles i didn't really like that either and that was my biggest gripe with amazing um, spider-man illuminati <laughs> amazing spider-man one i absolutely hated that suit with the yellow eyes and it looks like reptile oh. skin i just i hated that suit so much yeah i didn't mind the the skin part of it because it kind of was supposed to be like a diving suit or something yeah. i can fine but yeah the the yellow eyes was just weird it was weird. His suit looks so much better in the second one because he had the big eyes and that's the Spider-Man that I like. Yeah, that was probably the best on-screen suit. I agree. And then with Tom Holland's suit, I didn't like it at first, but then it grew on me. Every time. I really, I still really, the Iron Spider suit is not my favorite. No, It's just, no. it's just, it feels like too much. <laughs> and, I agree. But I do like the uh, the all black suit, the stealth suit, and then his original homecoming suit. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this movie's gonna be about. I'm excited to see it though. It's Spider Man. I'm a Spider Man fan, so it could just be Spider Man drinking coffee on Brooklyn Bridge, and I'd probably watch. I would definitely watch it. Yeah, <laughs> conversations with Spider Man. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel movies that I'm definitely gonna watch, Shang Chi and the Legends 
And the Legend of the Ten Rings dropped its first trailer today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy because it they dropped uh, the poster, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" And it said the trailer is going to come out in a few weeks. And then, like ten minutes later, they just dropped the trailer or a teaser trailer. So, what just? Oh, it looks good. I'm interested. Um, I don't know anything about that character, so for me, work uh, walking into this movie, it'll be much like guardians of the galaxy was like, that was one of my favorite Marvel movies because I knew nothing about it. And it's so off the wall. Yeah. I'm hoping that it has the same sort of um, response that guardians did because it is kind of out there and it is a lesser known property. And from what we've seen in the teaser trailer, it seems like it's going to be a fun movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I mean, is the man, I'm assuming that's the Mandarin, like the real Mandarin. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to bring that all full circle. Yeah. So apparently Ben Kingsley care Ben Kingsley's character is supposed to be part of the same group that this guy had started, but this guy's been around for a long time. Goes by many names. Went by the Mandarin for a little bit, but the origin is going to be different than the Mandarin in the comic books. So yeah, uh, I'm excited about that. I like this dude Simu. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna kill it, man. Yeah, he seems likable. It looks cool. Yeah, uh, and he's the kind of guy that in really gets a kick out of playing superheroes. He's not like super. Oh well, I'm a thespian. You know, he's not one of those people. He's actually getting like really excited to play superheroes. So that's cool. I, I appreciate that. So what's the deal with the Eternals? When is that? Did they just take that off the slate? I I don't know. You know, and I was thinking about you said something. Are you? A, comment on something earlier and it made me made me think or i'm still thinking what is so crucial about uh black widow because it has to be something in black widow Mm -hmm. that some sort of key moment in black widow or loki that is keeping them from dropping a trailer at least because the movie's been done it was supposed to come out last november (laughs) yeah and then Chang <clears throat> Chi is slated to come out after it this year, so there's no way we've been we've gotten information about Spider Man, and that movie comes out in freaking December. That's so weird to me. December, we got that. We have Shang Chi. We've got ton. We got a trail, a new trailer for Black Widow again. We got a new trailer for Loki. I just think it's so. And I don't know what about Black Widow is supposed to be this grounded spy movie oh could be holding back. And maybe it's Loki that's holding it back. Mm. Yeah, you know, maybe. Loki can't come out or they pushed Loki and all that stuff back too. So maybe that's what's holding it back. I don't know. It's. I feel like Eternals, people will lose interest in that pretty quickly. So I I don't know. And again, I hope it has the same response that Guardians did. But I don't know, man. It seems pretty out there. But Guardians is pretty out there. Well, yeah, but Eternals, I mean, it's supposed to be like these. It seems more out there than (laughs) Guardians. These these people imbued with powers from Celestials that live forever. Mm -hmm. And Angelina Jolie's in it. Yeah, sucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> that was an alley oop. <laughs> uh, 
so i'm excited for it the trailer looks fun aquafina's in it and i don't know if i like her or not um i'm not a fan she plays the same character in every movie loud yeah <laughs> loud cool asian chick cool i mean loud. that's the character she's playing oh yeah. Not, i don't think she's cool uh but i don't know i i think she's okay yeah i don't hate her she's yeah. just kind of like I love that she makes fun of her own voice. I cannot get this spot off my glasses. I love that she she makes fun of her own voice. She's like, I have the voice of a, you know, 50-year-old Asian man who smokes or something like yeah. she does. It's, and she that's, really does. It's crazy. That's, that's what kills me. I'm like, <laughs> She did have that. She has that funny show. I think it's on HBO. Oh, yeah. Or something yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that. Oh, I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about. It's pretty funny. It's a little surreal. Yeah. Something that's cool, a, another show that we're probably going to get a trailer for before we get Eternals is Secret Invasion will reportedly begin filming in Europe this fall. Oh. And again, we probably will get a trailer before Eternals. <laughs> probably. I really hope, man, it just sucks that a movie like that is made and you know it costs a lot of money and it's just not happening yet. Yeah. I will be interested to see what the holdup is. Only go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I I wonder if like something like that they're worried that the home video um, box office like would be enough. So yeah, like maybe they, it'll they, only do well in theaters. They don't want to dual drop it or whatever. Dual drop it. That's when two people sit on the toilet at the same time. Yes, cross legged and then poop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, just <laughs> for the sake of not sounding like 100% MCU shills, uh, I have DC News. Mm. And all it is is that the official new logo for the Flash movie has been ava- unveiled today, and it's exactly what you thought it would be. It's a lightning bolt. <laughs> That's lightning cool. bolt. Lightning real, bolt. Real original. Uh, Michael Keaton is supposed to show up on set next week to film his scenes. I'm interested to see what this movie is going to be about. Yes. Because Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are in it. Really? I, can't, so, I didn't know that Ben Affleck was in Yeah. So, what? <laughs> Zanning off the cow. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I have for news. What's going on in your world? Uh, not a lot. Um, did I tell you that? So, Mesco had dropped a new version of a a thing that i traded like my agent gomez for yeah um so i i managed to snag that and somebody wanted it way more than me because again i already had like i already had one coming Uh so i traded him for another i think i did never mind (laughs) i traded him for another black skull agent so i'd have three of those and then he paid me paid me some money so sorry for the repeat news um (laughs) Did that, already, it, did that already come in? No, but they did ship it today. Oh, nice. You got that sweet-ass Superman. That's cool. Yeah, dude, that Superman is so cool. It's really cool. It's Almost an old-school uh, Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, it's a 78 uh, version. I almost cried when I opened it. Now you all you need is the Michael Keaton old-school Batman, and then you'll have the world's finest. So, yeah, I was thinking about that. I have so many Batman. Um but I was thinking about that because they have a 
SH figure arts one that's not hard to get. Remember um, you told me about one of them that you didn't like the cape set up on it. That's the figure arts one, but I bet you can find a custom cape. Yeah. I just heard it was really stiff. Yeah. Anything on the horizon that you're interested in? There's supposed to be like a, I guess there's a Shang-Chi line of Marvel Legends that's about to come out. Yeah. I, haven't I seen don't know. I don't know if I'm interested in that. I really just don't care for Asian people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you guys like... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I saw that. It looks pretty cool. I, it's interesting that they have a, they're building, they have another Mr. Hyde build a figure because I think they had one a long time ago with the yeah. toy biz. Um, so that's cool being updated. Um, I guess. Is he, I don't know. I can't even tell you the last time I read anything with Mr. Hyde. The last time I read something uh the last sorry the last time i read something with mr hyde was like in 2000 when i though that iron man i sent in our discord the other day that was from the the skin suit like oh yeah 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 s-k-i-n skin skin suit it's just like a Uh, bunch of different people's skin (laughs) um spray paint and gold yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but that was the last time i saw it like he battles him when uh his suit is still in the it's still in like the kind of beginning stages so he has a hard time bringing him down yeah i think i remember that the build of figures have not been that appealing to me lately well maybe you need to quit looking for the banana ones they had (laughs) they had i thought that x-men run was amazing mainly because i read the um or the X-Men line of Marvel Legends, mainly because I've read House of X. And so they had like the Wolverine, they had the Professor Xavier that could walk with the dome mm-hmm. on the set. But the build the build a figure was like Tri Sentinel, which who gives yeah. that? The the only um the only one that I liked was that I've liked in recent years is the um Venom Pool. That one was pretty cool. That one's cool. I like the Stiltman one because I just Stiltman is dumb. And I and like you I, talked I about before, like you talked about before, you can add more legs. Like I've seen him from the ground up <laughs> to like right here before. Yeah, I would really love, stupid. I would love to get my hands on a Stiltman, but what piece is the hard one to get? The legs. The legs. The hand ninjas. Oh yeah, people try to buy those to build extra long Stiltman. They like throw the hand ninja away. <laughs> yeah. Selling hand ninjas, I just needed the legs. What did you think about? I tagged you on a thing the other day. The it was that toy account that everybody follows, but he was like, "Oh man, Jar Jar Binks for eight dollars. I guess I'll build an army of <laughs> Jar Jar Binks." So when they were twenty bucks at my, they had discounted them at our Target, and they were twenty. And I really, because they were more, they were like thirty bucks. I didn't realize. Um, so I was People like, really hate Jar Jar Binks, man. Well, I thought about getting them, but see, it's only, it was only $9 at his local target. Uh, so I was like, cause he, he doesn't look like an idiot. He's yeah. like, got a, he alien. Look on. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh, maybe $20 <laughs> is kind of a lot. Yeah. So I was going to wait for him to go down and they were all gone. Yeah. Dang. Um, yeah. Any new news on, I don't know. We pretty, much talked, we pretty much talked about it all. <laughs> no, not really. Are you uh, saving up? Are you saving up for that Optimus Prime that can transform? No, 
That thing looks cool, man. It does it's, look cool. It's cool, but it's like it's seven hundred dollars for about maybe five minutes of cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's seven hundred dollars for. Hey, dude, did you see this? Check this out. Yeah, yeah. No, you have people that come over your house and then you show them this seven hundred. That's no, it's not that cool. Not that cool. Yeah. No, not really. I did get uh, so. It was kind of weird that Dark Knight Metals, Dark Knight Metal, whatever, Batman line that was like the Doomsday Batman and the Green Lantern Batman and uh-huh. uh, the one with all the guns and everything. That one was really crazy hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, like people were selling the Doomsday Batman just because people wanted the Doomsday for hella expensive, whatever. I managed to get mine on Amazon for the real price. Oh, nice. Uh, but the the point of this story is that I went to Walmart and they had like an end cap display that was off by the bikes just in a random spot. It had all that shit and they were selling them for $15 a piece. Wow. That was just kind of nobody had seen it. Are they so, still selling online for that much? Uh probably, but I don't want to go through the effort to like flip <laughs> them. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the Bizarro was cool. I saw it at our target the other day and I was like, I like that. Yeah, the Bizarro. I like Bizarro though. I know a lot of people don't. Same. I um, go on record as saying I like I like bad characters, so Yeah. I thought he's a good he's a good sculpt too. I like his yeah. I like his body. Um but I ended up getting the Green Lantern Batman and then John Stewart. Yeah. That John Stewart looks way better outside of the package than Yeah, he's not wearing goth lipstick. <laughs> I liked I like him. Too bad he's too dark to be me. Too bad, man. Damn it. You look good up here though. Hell yeah. I, I, I'm I ordered a neck so I could put myself on John Wick's body and just call it quiz. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh I did almost get you some re- Jordans that fit over the feet mm. that are like the ones you have, except they're made out of material. I almost got those because mm. those don't want to fit right. Did you do the city silly putty trick? I did. It's not silly putty, but but it's like it's like sticky tack on ankles so (laughs) just super glue those bad boys on there but then i guess it'd be hard to put pants on and stuff solomon grundy one pants too (laughs) actually no because if you put the the peg in (laughs) if you put the peg in the shoe it would still be able to come out of the leg Mm. so technically just super glue that bad boy you could uh yeah, you could take off your pants whenever you wanted to. Yeah. All right, we're just talking shop, folks. That's all we got for <laughs> topics. We are going to take a second to listen to some ads, and then we're going to talk about something else. So we'll be right back. <laughs> listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. 
Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for taking a second to listen to those ads. And as usual, obviously, if you didn't, no one will ever know. We keep numbers. We're hunting you down. We're watching you right now. Mm -hmm. This is a section of a podcast where we review a trade, and sometimes we call it a trade review. And this week on the podcast, we are reviewing X-Men, worst X-Men ever. It was a little different than, for it to be a superhero book, it was lighthearted, humorous. It was a little different than, I think, maybe anything we've read so far. Yeah, it was way different than I expected. Yeah, so it was a nice, in my opinion, it was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, whether, you know, that's not saying I liked it or disliked it. I'm just saying it was a nice change of pace. And this book specifically was recommended by i meant to have this pulled up sorry guys always prepared (laughs) yeah well i was like well maybe i should say who it was yeah well you know who you are we'll just leave a blank spot and you just add it in later (laughs) recommended by name here (laughs) Yeah. yeah so it was recommended by one of our one of the fans of the show one of the three fans of the show uh, <laughs> you know like, who you are <laughs> they're like hey man uh just started listening to the podcast i've been binging the episodes i think it's great you guys should check out this uh, i would love to hear your thoughts on it so i was like yeah absolutely we'll do it next week and here we are did you make a fake account and talk to yourself i do that a lot <laughs> it's getting dangerous <laughs> yeah uh, you talking to myself uh all hours of the day i don't even think you're real i'm not <laughs> i'm definitely not <laughs> Uh, oh god all right so five issues in x-men x-men worst x-man ever it came out in 2016 or 17 sorry for being super prepared (laughs) you want to start things off this time simon or sorry yeah i'll do it yeah Yeah, fine (laughs) yeah yeah you want to start it off or I guess. Okay, cool. Um, so, X Men, worst X Men ever, number one. Bailey Hoskins has just discovered he's a mutant. For someone who's never been special, never stood out, discovering he's gifted is truly a gift. Entry into the halls of Xavier's School for Gifted Children and into the ranks of the world famous X Men. Unfortunately, <laughs> Bailey might just be the worst X Men ever. <laughs> Max Bemis, Bemis, Bemis. I, I said it both ways. Frontman of the band Say Anything kicks off his first Marvel miniseries by teaming with stellar artist Michael Walsh, Secret Avengers Hank Johnson, to bring us the story of a misfit among misfits. I'm gonna. That, good? that was perfect. I'm gonna <laughs> start off by saying, I realize that I talk different uh, links from my microphone whenever I'm, I get more comfortable as the episode progresses yeah, and just I'm, get quieter and when I'm ed- <laughs> when I'm editing I'm just like what I said so far away and then sometimes I'm like right here and it's way too loud um so I need to be right here I'm going to start off by saying that 
my first thought of this was this is my kind of x-men story um it's silly and x-men stories are, are sort of depressing and they're like angsty for the sake of being angsty a lot mm-hmm. not to say that they're bad but for they're me always they're always going through something yeah There's it's always, always it's always some sort of trauma or drama and this to me really dove into the silly side of it and i really liked the art style <laughs> i did too yeah it was loose and I, I just could appreciate it there was one panel when i saw this panel it was like okay yeah this is this is for me <laughs> his parents sit him down and again at the beginning he starts out he's just this kid just you know a high school kid trying to figure it out trying to talk to girls and all these things his parents sit him down. They're like, hey, we want you to know we're mutants and we just want you to be prepared because mutants have a hard time in the world. You might be a mutant. We don't know if you are or not. Have you ever heard of the X-Men? And he says, yes, this is awesome. I know all about the X-Men. They have superpowers and they run around fighting monsters and brooding and making out with each other and dressing weirdly badass. And I was like, that is the perfect description of the x-men like nail on the head the yeah. x and uh, after that panel after that word bubble was like yeah I'm, I'm in this is this is right up my alley yeah it started out funny and um as you go through and like <laughs> he decides to leave the x-mansion or whatever and you just see this shadow looming over his parents i was like oh shit <laughs> oh that was great um yeah and how nonchalantly everyone mentions that particular scene like later in the book they're like well you know and this is not a spoiler for the sake of spoilers but it's sort of like a we'll mention it in the you know further down the review but they take him to the x-mansion to see if he has powers so mm-hmm. hank mccoy is like hey we already knew you had powers because of cerebro they wrote hank mccoy perfectly like he's really smart. He knows he's really smart. He's like annoyingly smart. Right. And he's like, you have powers. You have the power to explode and control the density of that and range of that explosion. And that that's exciting. He's like, oh, hell yeah, that's badass. I'm like a human firecracker. Uh, and he's like, so when do I get to be an X-Man? He's like, well, if it's you just die <laughs> yeah he's like i'm like he's like oh so like gambit he's like no you can just do it once because you yeah. die yeah because you explode <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he's like wait my, my power he's like my body doesn't you know mat or you know rematerialize he's like no you just no. explode you're die. <laughs> so it's so great uh and you have to think about on the spectrum of all the badass mutants that you see like there has to be powers like this or like Meg and family guy where they got powers <laughs> and her nails can grow. Like, there has to be powers like that. Yeah. So I could really appreciate the premise of this first issue. Yeah. There was something our buddy Herschel had said, I think we had just watched X3 and we were talking about the two guys that are guarding the camp when uh, Logan goes in there to like, check it out. And there's one guy with basically like my cat's trying to get in. 
anyway there's one guy that's like marrow that's like shooting bone spikes and then another guy with like a pump action shotgun and it's like what's his power and it's like he drinks you know he can drink a gallon of milk in less than an hour <laughs> speed <laughs> reading <laughs> that would make you really good at things so maybe yeah, maybe will. you're really stupid but you can read yeah, really you see the words really fast. yeah you don't retain any yeah of it. speed reading but you can't read like you could just <laughs> you can see it uh, <laughs> yeah i love so, how i love how intense they make wolverine like the characterizations of all these characters um it almost seems like a parody if it yeah. wasn't so spot on like as soon as the overlooming shadow that really sad moment happens wolverine kicks the front door open and he's like holy shit let's <laughs> do this and he's just like berserk mode starts attacking the sentinel and so it's just yeah i like he's just like clawing at the feet <laughs> yeah. it's just like the perfect and he's just like die 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 and that's all his bubbles is. it's just the perfect representation of what the x-men really are right it, well what they've become and like you know they're they're i feel like what they represented when they first came out doesn't apply the same way like yeah the story is still there, but I don't feel like they're written like that anymore. No, no, no. No, so, it definitely evolved into sort of a spectacle. Yeah. Um, you meet these other two characters that sort of become um, main characters, which I, I feel like the pacing is good in this. The side characters are vaguely, you know, they, you feel important or whatever just because of how his relationship is with them. They're not really that important. Uh, rags and riches riches makes sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> Did you not, is that the first time you got it's the first time i put it together <laughs> <laughs> um he has the power to turn anything into gold cool power yeah like midas and, and she has the power to deteriorate anything so very cool powers um he doesn't have cool powers it's that forge i like forge i've always liked forge he creates this battle suit for Bailey. Because he's like, yeah, you can still be an X-Men. We have, you know, we have people with bad power. So we create this battle suit for you. I don't know why they're so intent on this kid being an X-Man. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, why is he so important that they don't give like the kid that can change the channel by blinking this suit too? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they should have a bunch of just lame heroes with battle suits. <laughs> but no, he gets his battle suit and uh or no, so he tells him about the battle suit and then the alarm starts going off and that's how the issue ends. Yeah. That's it. Very cool. I'm into it so far. What did you think about issue one when you were first reading it? Well, like I said, it was unexpected. Just the story in general. Uh, yeah. It was pretty great. I loved how much they were, how much of a satire it is. Because I feel like this is kind of how Patastic started for us. Like, yeah, that's a, ridiculous. That's the vibe I got like, this would be the X-Men story that you and I would write. Right. <laughs> just like, you know, a character that dies excruciatingly every day and just wakes up and yeah. um, kind of like Kenny, I guess, really, yeah. if you think about it. But anyway, um, uh, I'm with you on the art. It kind of pulled me in. Again, it also is just making fun of itself. And there's kind of like this. Oh, excuse me. It doesn't get really established until later, but they start 
doing kind of fourth wall breaks, but they're not annoying. They're not like Deadpool fourth wall breaks. Yeah. Like you just kind of see that it's again, it's a satire. It's making fun of itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the color, the style of like the art style is really loose, but the colors are crazy bright. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I'm obviously gonna be into because that's my jam. My jam. Issue two starts out. Let's go. Bailey may be the worst X-Man ever, but Mystique sees something in him. Meanwhile, he tries to fit into every part of the X universe. Mm -hmm. I loved this issue. I did. It was, again, more silly, (laughs) random stuff. It starts out with the purifiers, which in a normal X-Men story are people that want to genocide, mutant Mm -hmm. genocide. But in this, they're just like idiots. They get their ass. They show up to the X Mansion. Gets their ass kicked. He chases one. He chases one of them down, and he's just like, "Hey, man, don't, you know, don't hit me, don't whatever." Yeah. And then he sues them. <laughs> yeah, for like, for like PTSD. He's like, he looked just like my uncle who used to beat me or something. We uh, see so she Hulk. She Hulk's his lawyers. That's cool. I always like to see her doing her lawyering. Um, single female lawyer. And then they just kind of like. On top of this kid losing what he lost in the first episode, or first issue, he has crappy powers. Now they're all kind of pissed off at him that they had to use all this money to cover this lawsuit or whatever. Yeah, it, it cut into Wolverine's beer money or something. Yeah. <laughs> so Wolverine doesn't like him either. Yeah. He goes uh, around to... I thought it was a great panel. He goes to try to talk to Professor Xavier. He's like, I need his... you know metaphysical advice that he gives that he's known for giving the x-men and the and you have to think about it the secretary is like yeah uh i can get you in march <laughs> he's like what he's like he's a busy guy you think you're the only kid that needs a pep talk right now <laughs> yeah yeah great he goes to gambit and gambit's like yeah just steal something or seduce a lady those are my go-to things when i'm feeling bad mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the perfect characterization of all these characters and beast is like you know what typical teacher that doesn't want to deal with a student he's like you know what we're gonna put you with these guys <laughs> we're gonna put you with another team we have a lot of teams under our umbrella we're gonna try you out everywhere see where you fit x-force mm-hmm. murderers i love the x-force one <laughs> it's like i will pay you to kill me yeah. oh good <laughs> yeah domino's like throw me your knife i can finish this one off <laughs> yeah that was that was that was probably my favorite panel yeah. though, but. x-factor was only cool because i love havoc and i love that 90s havoc look like yeah. with his stupid leather jacket um other than that he's just this annoying kid and that new mutants he probably would fit in with the new mutants more than anybody else. I liked how they did beta flight. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. It has like this fat vindicator and this, this lady puck, which I thought was funny. Um, which, and they even reference like, Hey, we're not part of the X-Men in any way, shape or form, but like we know Wolverine. <laughs> so, yeah. And like the Sasquatch. Is that his name? What's his name? That's Sasquatch. Sasquatch, he's like, I'm actually part of Apple Flight, but <laughs> yeah, I feel I just, bad for these guys. Yeah, I just eat poutine with these guys once a week. <laughs> so yeah, there's again, there's there's a lot of really great parts. This is a, this this book has a good sense of humor about itself. Yeah, um, 
just with nailing again the characterization of these characters like gambit when you think about gambit that's what you think about like a thief and then he's always trying to get laid yeah that's always. Him. and he says sherry mon sherry <laughs> so he's down on his luck which he rightfully so he has got uh the short end of the stick in life mm-hmm. so he goes off to the woods to kind of reflect as i guess normal teenage characters do this was a weird i, I knew what was gonna happen but like it didn't hit me until like after okay so the chick rags is talking to him or whatever and she's trying to like cheer him up letting him vent and then she's like you know what you should do you should get laid yeah you and i was like what <laughs> i was like what and then i was like oh okay yeah mystique is on the cover of this issue so it's obviously mystique um i love mystique when she's really evil hmm. and in this even though it's like a comedic book she shapeshifts into jubilee she's like oh yeah you like older ladies and he's like freaked out obviously she's a super villain <laughs> and then he she changes into his mom yeah maybe you're more into this lady yeah <laughs> it's like what the fuck is your problem well and not only that but i love so she kisses him and takes a selfie yeah and it's like that's the that's the blackmail it's like okay who cares yeah, really it's lame like, yeah she's uh, like uh i wasn't gonna do it to you anyways but then she like kisses him and it's like all your friends are gonna think you're evil and like no one no one gives a shit about this kid yeah friends um i thought it was cool that she popped the wolverine's claws yeah i guess i mean kind of like the movie x1 and then it immediately shows him like freaking out about it because he's a kid. I mean, you got to think about this super villain. That's probably that's what freaked him out. He's in the uh, danger room and he's just getting his ass kicked by these crappy danger room robots. <laughs> right? Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, and then so she says, Mystique tells him before she leaves, like, "Listen, you're gonna do whatever I text you to do, or I'm sending this picture to everybody." I'm like, "Man, Mystique's like a hot lady, even though she's blue. Like, I would." Be like, hell yeah, kiss Mystique. Yeah, man. I get down. I Who get cares? down with the blue. Well, Ray had sex with her. All these people probably hooked up with Mystique in some fashion. The message that she sends him, which is, is really intense, is your mission, take out Baldy. And it's just Professor Xavier with an X on his head. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they want this regular-ass kid to kill Professor Xavier. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Uh, it's again it just continues the funny yeah yeah not and it, not even like parody funny but just like it's just a humorous issue humorous yeah. like the bone like the boner <laughs> all right so you, you're still in you're still liking it so far oh yeah 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 nothing nothing's turned me off yet <laughs> all right so issue three four Get that itch. Um, all right. So Bailey struggles to fit in among his, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Let me start over. Bailey struggles to fit in among his hated and feared compatriots. Plus meet possibly the most powerful X-Men ever. Miranda. Ooh. Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> this cover. Uh, oh no, not this cover. The next cover is probably my favorite cover. 
this issue was cool. Uh, more just him being like in a crappy situation. Mm-hmm. There, I thought it was weird. They're like, he's in class. Wolverine's a teacher. I can't remember what their argument was about somebody betraying them or something like that. Yeah. But they're going to this like job, not job fair, but this sort of like recruiting seminar thing for mutants. Right. And yeah. They have, a, they have a booth for Xavier School. I thought that was weird because it's like a oh mutant youth outreach seminar and mixer. That's what it is. <laughs> Which is weird in its own. They have all these mutants walking around. No one's going to the Xavier School, so he decides to walk around and he meets this girl named Miranda. she has the power to she explains it like this she can make things not exist that's her power yeah and he says what do you mean and then she makes everybody in the convention hall disappear and she says that he says everyone's gone they're like no they're they never existed no one will ever (laughs) remember them you only remember them because i wanted you to remember that yeah that shit's intense yeah yeah (laughs) my biggest fear (laughs) <laughs> the most <laughs> intense and then she immediately brings everybody back so the most powerful character ever bailey's like yeah you should be an x-men obviously because you're ultra powerful you're probably the most powerful x-men and uh they go to the danger room and they fight omega red cool scene omega red disappears magneto disappears she, no one could beat her she could just make everybody disappear yeah um, and Beast calls her a Omnicron level mutant. <laughs> Bailey's like, man, I never heard of that. He's like, I just made it up. Yeah, just now. <laughs> so that's cool. <clears throat> he ex- yeah. he explains it in a weird way, continuity, and how she has to make the decision to not change things for the sake of not changing things because it's sort of the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. It would be like uh going back and killing hitler as a baby or something yeah yeah yeah. what would that do to the timeline but he kind of explains it a little differently because he explains it again like these these fourth wall breaks become more and more uh frequent but this is one to me that he was like talking to the audience right he didn't want to change the continuity of the current comic book or something it was yeah what the feeling i got yeah you know he said uh a mythical narrative that has its own sense of self-preservation. Mm-hmm. He wants her just to, and she is kind of like not a stoic character. She just doesn't seem like she really gives a shit, though. No, that's what I like about her. Yeah, that's she's cool. just like, eh, I just want to be around for the new Alien movie. I don't really give a shit about all that stuff. <laughs> like that's why I'm that's why I'm not changing anything. I don't want to mess up what I got going on. Right. And he said, what do you want? What do you want? That's what we need to figure out. And then we can kind of like cater to that. And she's like, I just want to be on the team with Bailey. And so they become whatever, just new X-Men. Rags, Riches, Bailey, and um, Miranda. But it's really just Rags and Riches fighting all these, uh, looks like the brood. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite parts. Like, uh, Bailey isn't doing anything because he can't he's just like he's he's just a guy he's just a teenager um and like miranda's not doing anything she just chooses not to well they they also they tell her not to do anything because um at one point later on and i think it's this issue 
the juggernaut no that's the next issue so this one another how yeah she just doesn't do anything they're just sitting on a seesaw hanging out oh that's right yeah they they you're right they told her not to yeah because she shouldn't change anything yeah. um Bailey's on cleanup duty. He's cl- he's cleaning up all these golden brood pieces, which is cool. <laughs> and then a bunch of metal surrounds him, takes him away. Wonder who that could be. The master of magnetism himself. Well, I don't know why he's dressed up like Mad Max with his red helmet. Like he's dressed up like yeah, I, uh, a futuristic warlord, but his helmet's there because Professor X. I guess. I like Magneto. He's always been one of my favorite bad guys. I like him when he's not like old, decrepit dude. Sorry, McKellen. Shots fired. Sorry. <laughs> Mr. McKellen. <laughs> Mr. Sir. 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 Sir McKellen. Get it right. And so it's the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which I love the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants because they're pretty, they're like pathetic. The Brotherhood. It, it's just Magneto. It's ultra powerful and then he has Toad. Toad and Blob. And, Blob. and Pyro is kind of cool, but it's really just Magneto is ultra powerful. Mm-hmm. Mystique has her uses, like she's obviously beneficial to him, but they're not the badass group of bad guys. It's just like Magneto and the people that hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much how it is. How it ends. They get Bailey and uh, it's Magneto. Big reveal. Gasp. Okay. <laughs> Magneto. The cover of the next issue reminds me of that one. We have a page uh, uh, fantastic where there's a bunch of cell phones and uh, I just love this this cover so much. It's a cell phone taking a picture of Magneto behind Bailey and he's putting Magneto's helmet on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it just, it looks badass. <laughs> and relatively badass. And yeah. um, is it my turn? No, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Take that, take that. Well, uh, whatever. It is your turn, but I'll do. I'll read it. <laughs> Bailey has never fit in with the X-Men, <clears throat> but Magneto wants him for a very special mission. Very in-depth. <laughs> Magneto. Magneto. Um, I'm trying to remember what happens. Sorry, my thing's being weird. <laughs> I have that problem every day, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of... I'm glazing over on this issue. Oh, this one starts out with one of the staples in X-Men history is for some reason they have these baseball games always. Oh, yeah. And so it starts out with this X-Men baseball Sunday. They're all being douchey. You have like uh, Colossus just flexing and everyone else high-fiving. And Bailey just walks up and he's pissed off. And they're all being kind of jerks to him. Yeah, super dicks. He gets in Cyclops' face. And and then I thought this page was beautiful when he exploded and it's just like this huge his skeleton and then this pink explosion around it it was just a perfect page mm-hmm. and he kills the X Men but it doesn't really happen it's just Magneto explaining what his plan is pretty much yeah Magneto wants Bailey to sacrifice himself for the sake of mutant kind what a dick. Is it really for mutant kind? It's just for Magneto. Yeah. Which Bailey's cool. He's like, hey, man, you're a terrorist. This shit isn't going to work on me, man, because I know you're a bad guy. <laughs> well, and I love that 
I think they say in this issue, like that gets thrown around a lot lately. You kind of <laughs> like the word terrorist gets thrown around a lot. Lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magneto, uh, you know, tries to break it down. You know, Magneto knows how to trick people, how to convince people. I wouldn't say trick. He says, "Listen, nobody gives a shit about you over there. You're mm-hmm. If you died, they would keep on moving. But like, say you sacrifice yourself for the Brotherhood, then you will be revered as the person that saved the world." And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Which I thought it was cool. He was a good kid. They beat him up, send him back. Juggernaut, B-word. It shows how many times people attack the X-Mansion. Just within like a week or something? Yeah. <laughs> Every issue, pretty much, the X-Mansion gets attacked. Juggernaut's ripping through it. And I don't know where the other X-Men are, but it seems like just Rags and Riches and Miranda and him are fighting bad guys at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fighting them. Or I guess it's not. He's attacking a bank. It's not the X-Mansion. They're fighting him, and then Miranda's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. She creates like a Mario <laughs> freaking t- a well. <laughs> and then he falls in, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? That's irresponsible. You weren't supposed to do that. And she's just like, it's not that big of a deal, man. He's just uh, in a well. <laughs> yeah, I just put him a few, uh, what is it, like a miles, a few miles below the Earth's crust. Yeah. And it makes sense because his whole power is, you know, he just can't be stopped, like super yeah. strength, and then he can't be stopped. So, you know, it's a good way to deal with him without hurting him. Yeah, she's like, I didn't freaking, you know, prevent the Ice Age. I just dropped this dude in a well. It's okay. <laughs> That's great. It's very, very good. And then him and Bailey, you know, he starts talking shit to Bailey again. And Bailey finally, finally sticks up for himself. They get into a fight uh, and Bailey gets his shit rocked. Yeah. But Storm, <laughs> but Storm comes in and uh, stops the fight, zaps old riches in the hand and uh, shuts it down. You know what happens to a guy that is fighting another guy when he gets struck by lightning? They both get struck by lightning. The same thing that happens to everyone else. <laughs> so that's an X one line super- for you. I've never seen that movie. He goes, "She." That's the stupidest I'm kidding, line. I'm I'm no, I know. I just I, just to bring that up. That's the dumbest line in that movie. When she's like, "You know what happens to a frog that gets struck by lightning?" Yeah. <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. It's like, yeah, duh. Kind of you trying to be witty. What the hell is that? So they got to go to the principal's office. Rich is in uh, Bailey because they got into fight. Mm-hmm. The principal is Xavier. And he's very smug. Yes. I love how smug he is. They're like, uh, Bailey even asked him, like, hey, what's the point of all this? And Xavier says, listen, there is no point. <laughs> no point at all. We just do what we can to stay alive. It's kind of interesting, though. It makes me think that he just hangs out in Cerebro or like he put himself there to look cool for these yeah. kids or something yeah um but yeah that it's this kid riches has the strangest powers because gold's not even hard right yeah. it's not a hard metal yeah so uh i i imagine that he like does something to his fists when he's punching or whatever but um for the ending i it was kind of clever how he did it but i like <laughs> Yeah, so he doesn't he doesn't have to be touching it i thought he had to be touching uh i i assume so as well but he seems to 
I just love that he's having this heart to heart and Bailey's finally getting it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Professor Xavier's like in the background. <laughs> yeah. 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 Choking. <clears throat> and then you come to find out that Riches isn't the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. If you didn't already know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's how the issue ends. Professor Xavier. Dead. Spoiler alert. D-E-D. Yeah, so I thought it was cool. Yeah, he turned his tongue into gold, which I thought an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Same. I guess I guess he doesn't have to touch it. I guess he can just turn things gold around him, which is pretty powerful, I guess. It'd be a cool it's a cooler power than exploding a dime. <laughs> yeah. And it makes you think like he could just turn somebody's guts into gold. You know, like if he doesn't have to see it. Yeah, turn someone's brain to gold. That'd be cool. I'd love to have a gold brain. <laughs> Not mine, like someone else's gold. <laughs> yeah, chink. Uh, oh man! Like Lady Deathstrike at X two. Yeah, full of. She's, she's clink clink. <laughs> oh, the worst X Men movie. <laughs> Just kidding. On. They're all pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's no defending any of those. X Men worst X Men ever issue number five. What becomes of the worst X Men ever? Journey decades into the future and find out. Is it possible things have actually gotten worse for Bailey? I loved that they did that. Because at this point, I'm just like, okay, this is obviously an Elseworld story. Right, yeah. It's got to be. But it's not really. Right. Which we learn about, which I thought, I wish that it was more uh, actual continuity. Like, I wish this was, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, totally. Yes. I, I, I was the same way. I was like, God, this, this person, she's the explanation for all of it. She's the retcon. Her power is retcon pretty much. And I think that's so perfect. I don't know why they don't just make that canon. And there she is. Yeah. Bailey is older. He's doing a documentary about just how bad his life is. I think it's weird that riches became the overlord overstepping mm-hmm. magneto and everybody else which yeah it was kind of funny because they showed magneto R- uh, rags is with gambit which is weird yeah but it's like an ultimate like f you to bailey <laughs> yeah. just like, like she's dating this older dude everybody seems really cool that professor x is dead so do they cover it up or it seems like it's uh like um Oh, what's that called? Anyway, it, it seems like they have just, they're so afraid Yeah, that they just, you know, what's that I called? Guess, I guess he could just, not Stockholm Syndrome, but. No, that's it. Yeah, it's, it almost seems like Stockholm Syndrome. I was thinking Munchausen by proxy, but I knew that wasn't it. I guess he could just turn their, all their brains into gold. So maybe they're like, damn, this dude is pretty powerful. Right. Well, it seems like, yeah, he's, and what's so weird is I don't know how people don't just use he seems like he would use his powers to benefit himself more than yeah. just taking over the world. I like could just be super rich and take it over that way without destroying yeah. <laughs> without killing people. Um, yeah, so Rags is with creepy old Gambit. Um, hey, oh, the story is they meet up because everyone's going to this big party that Riches is having. Right, he invited uh, Bailey just to be a dickhead. Yeah, they had the worst X-Men table, which I thought was great. 
You got Joseph, which I love Joseph in the 90s. He's this Fabio-esque clone of Magneto, which he is. He was a good guy version of Magneto back in the day. Um, Maggot, which I love Maggot in the 90s. Gross. Uh, These are all horrible, not horrible X-Men, but yes, bad X-Men. Skin from Generation X. (laughs) So Skin, it said... uh... The skin of Charles Xavier or something. No, it said heinous, droopy-skinned Reed Richards because... Oh, yeah. Just because Reed Richards can stretch, it is just the same thing. That's right, yeah. Um, X-Man, alt-cable, not worthy of his moniker, <laughs> which is, is cool because, yeah, uh, X-Man sucked. And yeah, then, I don't know anything about him. And then Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mainline. Yeah. I was voted looks, to... Go ahead. Oh yeah, he just looks super like middle aged and yeah. Not and the, sure. hat, the the caption is, you know, you dislike him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love it. he says, I was the sexiest man alive for seven years running until Logan came around or something. <laughs> yeah, like Logan that. Fever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man, he looks like Red Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. And then Bailey. Bailey's also at the table. Hmm. So great. He runs into Miranda. Miranda looks the exact same. And he's yeah. like, man, it's so weird. And she's like, yeah, you know, whatever. I guess I, I'm, I guess I'm immortal. <laughs> I like how nonchalant she is about everything. She's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And they start talking. You see the juggernauts encased in gold. He's a statue. I figure that that's just actually juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, He's just like, he asks her, like, why don't you just, or I think she starts to, or I don't know how it happens. He says, like, you could save the world, something like that, a hundred times over with your powers. And she's like, well, I have. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of explains um, her story. Like how she, it says that you don't really pay attention to these things. Like, no one pays attention that Tony Stark has been in his early 30s for 60 years yeah you know he's like she says i just thought the heroes were important and they looked cool so i thought they should stay around (laughs) yeah and then you come to find out that she just again sort of retcons these eras she says uh nick fury he was just becoming kind of a you know an old cranky white guy i made him badass (laughs) (laughs) yeah i made him into sam jackson who didn't want bucky back I brought Bucky back, made him a winter soldier. Now he's cool. Bucky rocks. <laughs> yeah. So she's basically, her powers are retcon. And he's like, he gets pissed off because he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why I, am I stuck being this shitty? Yeah. Why do I, one, have the terrible situation my life has been? And why haven't you fixed this? Professor Xavier is dead. Why didn't you fix it then? And uh, she says, you know, it's kind of embarrassing, but I can't. And he's, you know, he's fed up. He says, you know what? Well, if you can't save the world, then I will. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. He goes up to uh, uh, Riches, is waiting on the balcony. Very super villain-esque. Yeah. Starts talking shit. Wants, him, wants Bailey. This ultimate bully is his yeah. whole motivation. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion or whatever. Like, yeah. it's so... I brought you here 10 year or 10 year anniversary of our prom. Like I brought you here just to be a dick. Like there's yeah. this huge plan. I brought you here to admit that you are worthless. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to offer. Bailey grabs him and says, I got something to offer. 
Yeah. And blows up. Kaboom. Which that's how it's in. That's how it ends. And um then she decides to change, which I don't really that doesn't make sense to me. There was some kind of there was something blocking it, I assume. I don't know why. Maybe her relationship with him? Maybe. Because remember, she was at that seminar, she was just kind of like a on the side, just like watching everything. And it seems like he might have been the first person to acknowledge her because she immediately wanted to just be around him all the time, be his friend, mm-hmm. hang out with him. And so maybe he had to leave for her to. Maybe. Or something Makes like that. Uh, it could be deeper than that, but it could not be at all. Right. Um, yeah. Dude, the, the explanation of like how she, oh, I, it needs to be canon. Yeah. Like, I agree. So it makes sense, man. Like it's just why not? What's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah. What's that gonna do? It does not. <laughs> yeah, it actually everything stays the exact same. Mm-hmm. So. I guess you could figure out a way to kill that character, and but still, that's still that's lame. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so overall, what did you think about this week's read? Well, uh we talked about artwork. Um the drawing was interesting. I loved how loose it was. It really fit the story. Uh, in some loose. areas, it was a little too loose for me. Like it was just scribbles. It made me think. I was like, if that, if this is a comic, like I, I don't know why our comic isn't published yet. Why we haven't done it? Yeah. Uh, so that was that was fun. Um, and the writing is super smart. Like it's just funny. I, I I think I laughed out loud once, which is you know, I laughed out loud when uh, Magneto and Quentin Choir Quentin Choir were on the streets, hmm. and he was old Magneto, and he had the sign that said "I was right first. I laughed out loud that because Magneto sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and it's one of those laughs where it's not just blowing a little bit of air through my nostrils, like I actually chuckled. Yeah so yeah that's, yeah i enjoyed it too i i liked it i liked the like you said the art style was real loose and there are scenes that just seemed like they were just sketched out and then the colorist took it away mm-hmm. yeah um which i think is great which also means we should probably make more comic books well and i kind of wonder i mean did this one dude that did it did they do the art i mean did they do the um shit what am i trying to say did they do the uh coloring as well because it kind of looked all the same yeah yeah it did i don't know i like the i like the letter at the end it's a letter about the guy i guess submitted this story and then the editor is like or he's submitting this story and then the editor is writing it back like hey i love this idea it doesn't really fit what we got going on but maybe one day we can fit it in yeah and then they just sort of just made it its own thing. Yeah, that was good. Uh, for some, I like X the X Men books, but for me, this might this might be up there with my favorite X Men story. It's really good. Like it's so funny, and I know how I know that you don't like the movies. I didn't know how you felt about the comics. Um, I don't like the movies because I like the comics. That's okay. Yeah. Well, them being so depressing all the time, like this really, this did it for me. It was, yeah. it was just funny. So, me too. Me too. 
I'm going to pull up my grading chart. Grab mine from over here. Wait, wait, wait. <sighs> what do you got? You want me to go first? You go first. I'm going to give this one in an F5. Like, I didn't expect it to be. I, it comes out, and you're like, oh, that's not going to be good. It's kind of crinkled, yeah. it's crinkled up. Didn't know, didn't know what it's gonna be, and then you're like, "Damn, that's actually really good toast." Yeah, I feel like you think about these more than than me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an I three. I really enjoyed it, but there was just that little burnt corner, little burnt corner <laughs> of the artwork was a little too loose for me. But I can't. I mean, it's it's a good book. I enjoyed it. I can't give everyone a perfect score, so I'm gonna be yeah. hard on. Um, but yeah, everyone should go out and read it. Hopefully, we didn't spoil too much. Yeah, if we did, you already know what you're coming for. Yeah, and if you have a book out there that you want us to read, we definitely will. Um, I I haven't planned out the week, the upcoming week's books. I personally know what I what we're gonna read, but I haven't uh, told Simon. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, (laughs) If you guys. Want to know what's going on with us? Check out our website, wednesdaypool.com. Shout out to the talented writers um, that we've got on there. They have been killing it. Honestly, it has been like a godsend. They've been carrying us, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) It's been great. So if you have a second, there are some great posts on there. Check them out. Some amazing reviews. Uh, We have some anime reviews, shows, movies, upcoming comic books, comic books that came out. So just check them out. Show them some love. And if you want to follow me and Simon, we have an Instagram account, Wednesday Pool. I am on TikTok, Wednesday Pool. Simon is Wednesday Pool. Simon on TikTok, Simon on Toast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you I hope go, you wrote all that down. If you go to our website, you can figure out the rest of it. <laughs> it's somewhere. It's somewhere <laughs> hidden in the, the Da Vinci Code on our website. <laughs> right. <laughs> You have to find the golden ratio and then follow that to the <laughs> cathedral. We appreciate you guys so much. It's insane. Uh, it blows my mind that people listen to the show. Yeah. So, Simon. Thanks. Thanks for listening. It's good to talk to you. And, uh, folks, we will stop circling the drain. We are circling the drain. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>